0: Welcome to Nature Spirit Speak with metaphysician Dr. Geraldine Tegalov. She's also a nature intuitive and prosperity coach who will be sharing with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Stay with us now as Geraldine brings to you her secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. This is Nature Spirit Speak on Toginet.com. and now here's your host Dr. Geraldine Tagalov
1: well hello hello and hello everyone and welcome to Nature Spirit Speak wherever you are in this sensational world yes I'm Geraldine from NatureSpiritsSpeak.com and today's note to com, and I am your host for the next hour I am so looking forward to sharing with you today... This is so exciting today, lots of wonderful uh, hints and tips and, oh, and a fabulous guest into the bargain. So, wow, we are on a roll. And as you may already know, this show is all about helping you to live your extraordinary life by connecting with the spirit in nature and drawing on all that uh, Mother Nature has to offer as a mentor and coach. And alongside this, offering you all the practical steps to take in order for you to achieve your goals and dreams. You know, we need the practical steps as well, don't we? And this particular show is certainly no exception. Today, I would love to talk to you about sharing your uniqueness. Mm. Now, don't run away and hide. Come on. We all have unique gifts and talents to share. And now I know there are a million ways or, you know, possibilities to do this. But for this show, we're going to take a closer look at just one of these. Because today's theme is Becoming an Author And one fabulous way to share your uniqueness and help you to shine is certainly by uh, becoming an author or by writing in some way, shape or form. And the shining I'm talking about can be anything from being on a stage, sharing your writing or your ideas with thousands, to writing your memoirs to leave for your children to writing you know a a how to do it book around your special talent or your favorite hobby or maybe it's a, a blog that you'd love to set up or what else oh what about you know you'd like to be a freelance writer because you've got a special gift at writing well whatever it is You need to know that you can do it. And there are a million possibilities in the way you can become an author. So the questions that many people ask are, so first of all, why do I need to shine? And why can't we just sit and hide? Well, the answer is simple, really. Though it may not be one that you wish to hear because it certainly wasn't one that I wanted to hear. Uh, I was very happy doing things that allowed me to stay hidden from the world. That was until the universe gave me uh, a great big shove in the back. And I then did not have a choice in the matter. You know, everything fell down around me and, and... as if the universe is saying, well, do you get the hint now? Did we have to go this far? (laughs) Well, obviously they did with me, so please don't let that happen to you. And I can laugh about it now, but I sure wasn't laughing a few years ago when it all just collapsed around me. But, you know, we all came to this planet to share our gift in a very unique way. And by not sharing our gifts, we're not truly fulfilling our passion and purpose for being here. And I know from experience, once you make the decision to do something about it, the whole of the universe seems to jump to and assist you in just the most magical ways. woo Yes! And I'm going to begin today by asking you a few questions. Mm, are you ready? Number one. How often have you secretly wished you could write that book that's hiding within you? Or what about do you have the makings of a book which could actually change people's lives in some way, shape or form, but you've just not got the faintest idea of where to begin? Or what about how many times have you been told by someone that your life story would make a great book? But once again, you haven't begun. Or you might be further along the scale. This question might interest you. Have you already begun to write your book, but you don't know what to do next? So to assist us today to answer these questions, we have got the most amazing guest on the show, Rose Insira who is an expert author, a best-selling author. Oh, you'll hear about that shortly. And a creative writing coach, so we're in very good hands. And I'm so looking forward to all that Rose has to share with us. I Believe me, I've got my pen and paper ready to go because I don't want to miss anything. But before I go any further... We just might have a listen to our wonderful companions on the journey, Nature Spirits. They always have the most amazing advice to offer and put into practice in our lives, and you will love this message today. The note says, Remember today to allow the diamond within me to step out and shine its unique brilliance to the world. And the picture is just sensational. One little pink leaf lying just on the dirt, basically, with little diamond raindrops sitting all over it. It is absolutely stunning there. So, I, you know, it had been raining and I just love walking in the rain. So refreshing and cleansing. And I came upon this little leaf and just had to, of course, take a photo because, you know, the note was jumping out at me. Yes, it certainly stopped me in my tracks. So, if you want to have a look at this image, and I really, you know, I really urge you to go and have a look because this is amazing. You can either find it on um, Nature Spirit Speak show page on turginet.com or you can go to Today's Note to Self, my Facebook page and have a look there. But whiz by sometime and take a look. But right now, we're going to have a listen to the message from Nature Spirits. Here we go. Did a tiny new bud on the branch of a tree in spring? Or stood in awe of its color in autumn? Maybe you've watched the same leaf flutter gently to the ground and then gathered it up to feed and nourish the soil. It is such a short lifespan as compared with your physical journey. And yet it has shared its mystical uniqueness every step of the way. From the time it bursts forth as a tiny bar, just longing to share with all physical beings upon your planet Earth its life-giving breath, to the time it lies as if lifeless upon the Earth, the energy and vibration of the leaf is powerful and strong. It offers many significant signposts along the pathways of life. It shares its magnificent wisdom with all who are willing to listen. And the spirit of the leaf offers powerful life lessons and healing to those seeking not only to exist, but to shine. This magical leaf is crying out to be heard before it returns to the soil from which it came. So often in your physical journey, the journey wears you down. You think your time is past and you miss sharing the brilliance that lies within you. You fail to recognize the jewels that make you the unique, magnificent spirit that you truly are. And yet, the world awaits your gifts. The world awaits the moment that you step out in faith and shine. And when that moment arrives, all of creation smiles and sings. Well, thank you to Nature Spirits for such a beautiful and powerful message. Yeah, just amazing, isn't it? just from one tiny little leaf. But perhaps by understanding the benefits of becoming an author, that may help you understand how wonderful this process can be, because it really can be wonderful. And I'm sure as we go through some of these, you will understand. You know, sharing your message in a way that only you can do it, I mean, I could write a million books, but not one of them would be the same as yours, okay? So yours will be unique no matter how you do it. And writing is a really powerful healing tool. I remember when we wrote our first book, Beyond Broke, Every chapter gave us the opportunity to express emotion as never before and allowed us the freedom to get it all out on paper and get it out of our, you know, our heads and out of our hearts. It was just a fabulous way to heal. You know, what if your story was the story that helped to change somebody's life? That would be pretty good, wouldn't it? And, you know, what if you wrote your book... How would that lift your self-esteem, accomplishing something that others only dream about? Writing a book also gives you credibility. It becomes like a a huge business card and allows you to shine. Remember the diamonds on that little leaf? Well, that's exactly how you will shine. Now, stay tuned because after the break, you will hear from one of the best all the practical steps that you do to take to get your book off and and up and running and out there for all to see and read. Rose and Sarah is brilliant at explaining what you need to do in order for that to happen. And it's not even difficult. You know, we put it off sometimes because we think it's a difficult task. Well, guess what? Rose is going to help us make it so simple and so easy. So stay tuned.
0: We ask ourselves, why does the same type of problem or the same problem itself keep reoccurring in our life? That's where Dr. Geraldine Tegelov comes in. This is Nature Spirit Speak, and we'll be back with more right after these on toginet.com. Is your website looking drab and dreary and in need of a facelift? Are you constantly going back and forth with your web builder for every small change or addition you wish to make? So you just leave it alone because it's just too hard and too costly. At smallbusinesswebsiteforyou.com, we understand your predicament and we're here to help. Talk to us about building or revamping your website and then putting you in control. We show you how to do the basic maintenance and additions. Have a new picture to add? Simple. A special to promote? Easy. Small Business Website for You.com prices start from a low $400. Mention Nature Spirits Speak radio show for an instant 10% discount. Contact us now for a free quote or appraisal of your site. Visit www.smallbusinesswebsiteforyou.com today. It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life. Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods-Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism, the historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years, how can we hold on to what we hold dear, and the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past, Welcome back to Nature Spirits Speak with Geraldine Tegelhoff. These days, sometimes stuff just happens. We go through financial crisis, we get stuck in boring jobs, bad relationships, addictive patterns, or we just stagnate while we're waiting on something or worse, someone to come along and save us. It's what we do next that matters. And here you can get started. It's Nature Spirits Speak on Toginet.com. And here again is your host, Geraldine Tegelov.
1: Well, we're back again, and it is time for me to introduce my fabulous guest for today, Rose and Sarah. And boy, are we in for some fabulous um, hints and practical ways to, you know, pulling that book out of ourselves and putting it on paper where it should be and sharing it with Whoever you wish to share it with, remember it doesn't have to necessarily be with the world. But I'm sure there are people who would love to hear your story, or read your uh, thoughts or writings on in some way, shape, or form. Welcome, Rose.
2: Hello, Geraldine. Thank you for having me on the show.
1: Oh, it is my pleasure, as always. I love having you here because I know what fabulous information you have to share with us. And, Rose, I'm going to tell a little bit um, about you to our listeners just before I get into some fabulous questions. So, Rose is a published children's author of over 60 books. Oh, my goodness. And I found it hard to write one. And she has written 60 books. Her books are published and marketed in Australia and internationally and are frequently sold for use in libraries and schools. Rose has also written her best selling book, Dictionary of Dreams, which has sold, are you ready for it? Over 500,000 copies. Oh, I have to deep breathe after that one. Rose is a former secondary school teacher of English and languages, and her main focus has been on literacy books for children, and recently has published fun kids' books commercially. She has completed one young adult novel and is in the middle of another. Dreams are a common theme in her books. As a creativity and writing coach, Rose empowers people from all walks of life uh, who want to write their stories or learn new skills that enhances their creativity. She has assisted a number of ordinary people achieve their goal in publishing their work. Rose, this sounds fantastic today. I've got my pen and my paper ready to write lots of notes as we go.
2: Is that okay? (laughs) That's fantastic. It's exactly what I want everyone to do. Now, this is the teacher in me. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) I think it's the teacher in both of us, Rose. It's a bit scary, isn't it? (laughs)
2: So, Rose, can you tell us
1: a, a little of your story of how you began as a writer? Because, you know, we all have to begin somewhere, don't we?
2: Well, this is right, Geraldine, so um, I'll try to make it as brief and as interesting as I can. I used to write stories as a child, so I go right back to a very, very young age, when I used to read them to my imaginary friends, and of course, my imaginary friends absolutely loved my stories, and so there were no critics, not at all, but at school, however, it was a different matter i had to learn to structure my plots and make my characters interesting so that's when i learned about audience and readership um, so then i went on to study arts at university and i specialized in english literature loved the classics But when it came time to write, how could I rival with Charles Dickens or the Bronte sisters? It was very depressing, as a matter of fact. (laughs) So then I went into teaching and I taught English at secondary level, which was a great experience because I was teaching English and how to write, but it didn't quite satisfy me because it was still a structured form of creativity. So then the opportunity came when my children were young and I decided to stay home to take care of them in the early years. I was intellectually bored as many of you could relate to this so I took up writing again and this time I needed a captive audience and good grief yes I did have my captive audience my two daughters tough critics but they taught me the basics of writing for children don't let anyone tell you that writing for children is easy they are the toughest critics because if they're bored you will know about it quick smart and and so i had my first book published called i miss harley which was based on a children's picture book based on a child facing the death of their pet very sad and an emotional book which has been used for grieving um, the grieving process and then from then on i tasted success so to speak and i continued on with children's books and then now i've expanded into other areas of publishing so that's it in a nutshell
1: Oh my goodness, Rose, how good though. And, you know, I've never really thought, because children are, being a teacher, and I was a primary school teacher, and you knew very well, you know, when you opened that book and started to read, you could see the little eyes going around the room, and, <laughs> you know, they'd be nudging each other and having little quiet chats, and you think, oh, okay, we'll fit this one and we'll try another one.
2: So they do tell you, don't they? They certainly do, because as an adult, if you buy a book, you've paid for that book, you're going to read it, you're going to persevere, not children. So it was a very, very good grounding work for me. Oh,
1: fabulous, Rose. Well, look, let's get into it today. Um, Let's pretend that we're just this person out there and our listeners who are just desperate to write a book or maybe they've just been hiding it somewhere in the back of their minds that one day they will write a book. In fact, I had a message from a lady on Facebook this morning to say, Geraldine, this is fantastic because I keep promising myself that I will write my biography and I haven't got round to it. So where do we get started, Rose?
2: Alrighty, I'll do my best because it's a very broad question, Geraldine. (laughs) It is, yeah, I know, (laughs) Rose, and
1: it's a hard one, isn't it? But
2: I'm sure you'll do a wonderful job. (laughs) Well, I'll do my best. I'll do my best. Now, first of all, even before you begin to write, you must set your intention to write. So you say to yourself, I want to write this book. And you'll be surprised how many people I've met who say they've always wanted to write. And when I ask them, how's your manuscript going? They reply, oh, it's all in my head, I'll write it down one day. Wrong, absolutely wrong. That day will never come. So if you want to write right now, you have to start now. Just as if you would say, oh, I want to get fit. Well, what does one do to get fit? Well, obviously you start exercising and you begin with something simple like a daily walk and then you increase the level of action to something a lot more sophisticated. Would would you agree with that?
1: Oh, absolutely, yes, you do. You have to at least begin, and it's the decision usually. You know, making that decision to start is the biggest step of all sometimes.
2: That's usually the hardest one to overcome because we have so much fear around, oh, the expectation of what am I going to produce. So the important thing is the intention. You say, right, I'm going to start. So you start. You don't do it now and then or when you feel like it. I know. I know. If you want to truly write, you must do it regularly. Now, I do it every day. It is part of my practice that I do it. It doesn't matter how much you do. It doesn't matter what you write about. It's the action of writing that's essential. You know, putting those words on paper or on the computer from your head, it's really important that you get that practice uh, as you know, when we, as children, we write everything down. Like I woke up, it was a sunny day, I had breakfast, then I got in the car. So there's no editing, it's called a brain dump. And this is how we start. But as we become older, and more proficient editors of our thoughts, we become more interesting writers. So this is the challenge for us. It's not a matter of just writing down whatever comes. It is how do we become more interesting writers. And so when we write, we write through some sort of an editing filter That way we don't put unnecessary and boring details in our writing. For example, conversations, they can be the most boring of all techniques. (laughs) Have you ever asked someone, um, so what did the doctor say? And you'll hear them say to you word for word. (laughs) Yes, yes. So so I bet you were sorry you asked, you know. (laughs)
1: So true, Rose, so true.
2: (laughs) So so the point is that even though we write, we do have a little bit of an editing filter that we write through. So really, uh, you know, just being aware of what we write. Now, the danger can be that we become frozen as the inner critic or that inner editor tells us, oh, you're never going to get it. That writing is terrible. You're never going to sell that sort of writing. Who's going to want to read that? So it's really, I've come up with some great dialogue techniques with my inner critic uh, and I tell him, oh, listen, it's only a draft. It's, it's journaling, really. It's not real writing. I'll be, you know, I will make you proud of me. Don't you worry. <laughs> so this, that way I become less intimidated by the whole task. That's a fantastic um, way to go, Rose.
1: I had never really thought of that because I know myself when I write, you know, I've got this little guy on my shoulder going, oh, who do you think you are? You know, who's <laughs> going to want to read that? Um, so that is that is a really good idea. Thank you. I've
2: got that one down. Yes. So that, I think that's really an important – it is for me because it is mostly psychological. Writing is more of a psychological exercise than a physical one. It begins in the head and then, of course, you have to sit down and then discipline your body to actually stay seated as um, as authors have known over time. You've actually got to do the work in your seat no matter where it is, but that's it. <laughs> so uh, being fit is good. Having a, um, a good back or back support is, is important as much as having the right thought and the intention. So those two things are so essential. <laughs> got that? <laughs> I have got that.
1: I've got that done. Now, Rose, very shortly we're going to a break. So uh, after the break, if we could continue with these fabulous you know getting started and steps along the way that would be great and i'm sorry to do this to you but of course our, our um, sponsors are very important to us as well so after the break folks don't go away just hang in there because we are going to get lots more practical hints and tips and ways, you know, guidance from Rose is to how to get our book up and started. And I love that idea of the inner critic and going, listen, here you, you know, this is only a draft. This is, I'm just journaling. i would never really thought of it that way. And that's a a fabulous way that Rose has shared with us that we can overcome that fear barrier or that little guy who's sitting on our shoulders telling us that we really can't do this and who on earth would listen to us? So after the break, hang in there more and more.
0: We ask ourselves, why does the same type of problem or the same problem itself keep reoccurring in our life? That's where Dr. Geraldine Tegelov comes in. This is Nature Spirit Speak. And we'll be back with more right after these on toginet.com. Have you ever wondered why America is facing such a health care crisis? Then join us for Dr. Peter DeVette Live every weekday at 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Dr. Dr. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. You'll find out about the roots of your health care challenges versus symptom management, the holistic approach, how the spirit, mind, and body connection is critical in both the development of illness and the solution to illness, how emotions are directly related to physical illness, and how to read your body like a book. Dr. DeVette will also go through your personal questions and how you can navigate through the illness maze. Supplements, medications, therapies, treatment options, surgeries, all kinds of things related to your health. Dr. Peter DeVent live every weekday at 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com.
1: Do you ever feel like you're the invisible woman? Too polite to be political, too nice to be real, tame, even though you really want to be unleashed, like you're living in a fairy tale without the happy ending. Well, Cinderella has left the ball, and it's time to wake up and break up with our own self-imposed glass slippers and ceilings. Welcome to Le Chic Speak, the polite woman's guide to self-expression, with your host, Jen Duchenne. La Chic Speak is the WooHoo Radio Network's resident radio show dedicated to helping women turn on their power and turn up the volume of their voices so you can be seen heard appreciated and celebrated join us on wednesdays at 5 p.m central standard time for your weekly dose of La chic speak with your host jen duchenne only here on the WooHoo radio network
0: Welcome back to Nature Spirits Speak with Geraldine Tegalov. These days, sometimes stuff just happens. We go through financial crisis, we get stuck in boring jobs, bad relationships, addictive patterns, or we just stagnate while we're waiting on something or worse, someone to come along and save us. It's what we do next that matters. And here you can get started. It's Nature Spirits Speak on Toginet.com. And here again is your host, Geraldine Tegelhoff.
1: Well, have you been wanting to write that book, you know, that book for years and years and have never really got started? Well, today we are chatting with Rose Insira, who is giving us fabulous ways to get started and keep going with the book that's within each and every single one of us. So, Rose, where were we
2: up to and, and what do we need to do next All right, okay, let's keep going. Now, just to remind everyone that everybody wants to be a bestseller. However, the truth is, and this is the absolute truth, that there's no formula because if there were a formula, everybody would be writing one. So that is actually a good thing because everyone has a chance to become a bestseller if that is what you want. Or if you want a smaller audience, as you mentioned before, you know uh, Geraldine, whether it's just your family, friends, small group, you can be a success there too. There is nothing magical about the formula. So that's really, it should make you feel good about that, okay? Yeah,
1: that is a good thought because, you know, sometimes we think that we, we have to be this international bestseller and we really don't, do we? No,
2: absolutely not. No, the message will go to whoever needs to read that message at that time. That is my my belief, because otherwise it would be a, a lot more formulaic. In other words, in, if you follow these steps, automatically you'll be a bestseller. When when I think of J.K. Rowling, the author of the Harry Potter series, now she was rejected 27 times. Because her book didn't appeal. It was like old-fashioned, oh, who wants to know about wizards? They've been done to death. And nobody was looking for that type of writing. But yet she believed that there was an audience. There were children who would love to read that. And so she persevered until she found her audience. And wow, how well did she do? <laughs> yes, boy, there's a lesson in that for us all, isn't it? <laughs> This is right. And look, she also didn't have the perfect environment because this is another issue as writers, and I know I suffer from this quite greatly, in that I need my own space. I need to have the ideal space to create. Um, And yet, our author, J.K. Rowling, was in a cafe. Most of the time she wrote her books in a very noisy cafe. I could not do that. I certainly could not, but I do it my people who can shut out the world and say, okay, I've got 10 minutes on the train or the tram, perhaps I'm in a park, uh, wherever you might be, in the waiting room, at the doctor's surgery, and you just jot a few ideas down, a few thoughts. That is wonderful. That will keep that write, those writing juices going the whole time without that interruption.
1: So, Rose, is there, um, you know, um, how we get started, but are there, and I know, as you say, there are no, there's no formula to becoming an instant best-selling author, but are there some basic steps along the way? You know, you've talked about finding that right space for you to write and starting to get your thoughts out of your head. Are there other basic steps that we need to follow
2: Well, there are a couple of ideas I could give you. Now, an an interesting thing is that people who write say that they don't need to read. Now, that is not correct. You must also be a good reader if you want to be a good writer. It's really important to surround yourself with reading materials. It feeds the mind. So one of the steps that you must do is read widely and not necessarily in the genre that you love. It's great to challenge yourself. Uh, For example, recently I reread The Life of Pi that's now become a huge um, movie. Well, it was fascinating because the way that it was written, I would never have approached uh, a plot. In quite the same way but it stirred up my imagination and it gave me wonderful ideas that I could use with my own work so sometimes another author another book a completely different genre could somehow trigger something within you to say oh yes I could use my work in this way so I would say that's really important for people to keep doing and that is to keep reading widely. It's also great for vocabulary, by the way. I've learned quite a few new words in that way. Yeah.
1: And I must admit, Rose, I always have the dictionary on one side of me and the thesaurus on the other. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I, do, I cheat a little too. I'm, I make sure that, you know, both of them are there beside me.
2: Well, this is right. You know, repetition, again, it's about keeping the reader interested and keeping yourself as a writer interested. If every second line is he said, she said, I replied... You just become incredibly bored. So it's great to have a range of vocabulary and different styles to work with. But importantly is you have to ask yourself, why do you want to write? Going back to what your friend on Facebook had said this morning, um, yes, I want to write. But why do you want to write? And that is a personal question for yourself. And what do you want to write? And the third is who do you want to write for? Now, these are important steps because that will create the work that you are going to put out there. So it's why do you want to write, what do you want to write, and who do you want to write for? So the, I think they're very, very important questions. You, would you agree with that, Geraldine, in oh, your case, Oh, Oh, most definitely, Rose,
1: because if you don't answer those questions first, you really have no idea of where you're headed. Uh, yes, I think that... That is really important, very important. <laughs> yes.
2: Great. So, so once you have those questions answered, even briefly in your own mind, it doesn't really matter what you write. You start off with giving whatever work that you want to write. Give it a title. It does not matter what the title is at this stage. Anything will do. Um, If it's an autobiography, just call it, you know, Geraldine's Interesting Life, for example. And then you ask yourself questions about that title. That's an understatement of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sorry, Rose, I shouldn't interrupt. (laughs) Thank you. I think that's, that's very apt. So what's so interesting about your life, Geraldine, you have to make a list first of highlights because the first thing people will do will do a chronological order. You know, I was born at such and such a time and such and such a place. So the in, first of all, you, you write a list um, about your title. What's so interesting about it? Uh, do it and do an outline a basic outline i would start with why did your parents choose to have you and i think that is an interesting way to start something like an autobiography what would you think of that geraldine well wow, that is i've
1: never even thought of it that. The poor darlings, they had no idea what they were going to have to put up with when I was born, (laughs) did they? I mean, you know, they used to call me the black sheep of the family and um, I'm not going to explain why, but I certainly proved to be quite a challenge, I think, in lots of ways.
2: (laughs) Well, there you go. Already I'm interested in your story because I found out that you're the black sheep and your parents did not know what they were in for. So to to write something like that already the reader is interested and that is the whole point of writing for an audience now if you're going to write for just yourself that's not called writing as such in my book it's called journaling perhaps having a diary but as soon as you have an audience or a readership it's then called writing so if you are going to write you will need an audience and you'll need to convince your audience or your readers that what they're going to read is going to be so enjoyable very enjoyable and so so this, so this yeah. would be
1: the case even if people were just writing for a blog or if they you know if they were particularly good at writing for freelance writing as well rose Oh,
2: absolutely. It, it is all about the interest of the reader because once the reader clicks away or is not interested, puts the book down, well, there's, it's been pointless doing all the hard work if they're not going to read. So it, it, that is the whole point of writing, engage the reader. And, and, and the very beginning probably the first chapter, is you're teasing the reader, telling them, oh, you have to come along this journey with me because you're going to get so much out of my book. And it's just keeping that energy up throughout your book, that whole tension in your book that's really essential. That's going to make your book either a winner or not such a winner.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. So it's really writing for interest No that's fabulous rose is there anything else that we need to know there in particular before we head into the you know the
2: the whole writing coach thing um well, basically, if you understand that concept that you must convince your readers, remember the good old days when we used to write essays at school, and in the essay writing, you had to have a point, you had to prove your point and convince the reader of whatever it is that you're trying to say now whether that's fiction or non fiction it doesn't matter now that turns into chapter headings, so each chapter. Is you convincing the reader why they should read this book, why it's important to you, and why it is important to them to, for them to read it. So each chapter, then you use information, you use anecdote, you would use humour or evidence to convince them of this. And the way I do it is that I have a virtual uh, library of files on my computer where I have set each chapter has a heading. And then I have a physical one of various manila folders with chapter headings. Now, they're just early, you know, working, t- working title chapters, but it gives me an idea in my head how I'm building to it. So it doesn't matter what you're writing, break it up into chapter headings or, um, you know, it could be just ideas and put them in a virtual place on your computer as well as a physical place in your, in your filing cabinet
1: Yeah, and I guess having that
2: framework, Rose, to work around.
1: I know we did that for our first on Broke. We really frameworked it first, and then we came back in and said, okay, so what do we need to place in each chapter? But, Rose, I'm really sorry, we're going to the next break. So after the break, Rose, could we chat to you, please, about you know writing coaches do we necessarily is it a good idea to have a writing coach how would we go about finding one and what does a writing coach do for us and then we might have a chat too about publishing you know self-publishing versus finding a publishing house so hang in there everywhere at one we've got lots still to learn about in writing
0: We ask ourselves, why does the same type of problem or the same problem itself keep reoccurring in our life? That's where Dr. Geraldine Tegelov comes in. This is Nature Spirit Speak. And we'll be back with more right after these on toginet.com. People have been entrusting their secrets to longtime business journalist Judy Schreiner for the last 25 years. And now she's bringing her expertise and impressive contact list to Rockstar Radio Network. Tune in and call in as host Judy Schreiner talks to guests off the record as they reveal new secrets each Tuesday at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Welcome back to Nature Spirits Speak with Geraldine Tegalov. These days, sometimes stuff just happens. We go through financial crisis, we get stuck in boring jobs, bad relationships, addictive patterns, or we just stagnate while we're waiting on something or worse, someone to come along and save us. It's what we do next that matters. And here you can get started. It's Nature Spirits Speak on Toginet.com. And here again is your host, Geraldine Tegalov. Well...
1: The when- Writing is such a fabulous way to get our uniqueness and our purpose and our passion out there into the world in whatever way we decide to do it. And today we're still chatting with Rose in Zero, who's helping us to unravel the steps and know how we go about this. So, Rose, now we're going to, and Rose, I have to say, the last segment always goes really super fast, so we better talk fast. Um, Um, we're going to talk about finding a writing coach. Now, is it important that we have a writing coach? And how does a writing coach help us with the process,
2: Rose? Well, I am a writing coach, so of course I'm going to say it's very important, but I wish that I had had one earlier on because I made lots of mistakes, which could have saved me a lot of time. I guess you could say that a writing coach is, is a bit like a, a personal, uh, personal coach, a, um, uh, any type of coaching that we have today. It has many, many aspects of it, Uh, like a personal trainer or a life coach. You get the results much more quickly when you have a professional on board. And so publishing is exactly the same. So how do I handle being a coach? What do I look for? I have perhaps a client sent to me or recommended to me, and I look at their work and I give them a basic appraisal, an overall general appraisal of their work. What do I look for? Well, I look for the intention, and we talked about that before. What is the goal or intention of that writer? Now, is that message getting across the best way possible? So as I'm reading it, am I bored? Am I confused? Um, is, is the writing changing voice and tense, et cetera? So I have to, then my job is to support the author to be clear in, in delivering their intention in the best possible way. So basically then I write an overall appraisal with strengths and weaknesses, what does the author need to improve the text, the flow, the logic, the structure and the style. Basically I'm the big picture editor. That's basically what I do. So that that might just give you a snapshot version of what
1: yes. I... Yes. Well, I guess it's like having a mentor in any part of your life. And if you want to be a writer, then, you know, why not? I mean, I believe in having mentors for everything that I do to help me become a better me. So having a writing coach would certainly enhance, you know, that side of my life of what I'm wanting to do or accomplish. So fabulous. Now, Rose... What do you think is the, you know is the best way to go? Is it self publishing or is it to find a publishing
2: house? Oh, good great. It's a great question because we are all struggling with that. Now the fact that we only have five super publishing houses you know, in the English speaking language creates a bit of a problem because it is shrinking. Traditional publishing is shrinking and so however, self publishing is growing with the advent of e-book readers and online uh, writing. Therefore, it's been an incredible shift. You've probably noticed there are not many bookshops around, particularly the huge bookshops such as Borders that that were there once upon a time. And so... Publishing traditionally is incredibly difficult to get into these days. Even for someone as experienced as myself or other authors, it's not necessarily an easy thing to do. However, the e revolution means everybody can be published because everyone, I truly believe it, Geraldine, I believe that we all have a story to tell at least we have one book in us in our lifetime and it would be a darn shame if we didn't manage to write that one book you know and make that part of our bucket list i truly believe that <laughs> and i
1: agree with you too rose because it, you know i spoke early in, in the show that writing can be such a um, well it was for me anyway such a healing process as well in writing your story if the story's been a pretty tough one with lots of challenges thrown in then just to get that story out onto paper can be such a healing process as well as a writing process so
2: yeah i understand rose that's exactly right it is about being immortal immortality Uh, it is one way that we can achieve it now in the old days they used to call self publishing vanity publishing. As you can tell by the actual name, there was, a, a, you know, people looked upon it as, oh, look, it's just your vanity. It, it's not, it can't be very good because you couldn't find a publisher. Well, that is so wrong because even Charles Dickens went ahead and self published because the, the, the traditional publishers at the time didn't have the vision of what he was trying to say because sometimes writers are ahead of their time as artists are usually. So these days we are empowered. So I'm a firm believer in embracing the new technology and having a go at becoming self-published. And there are lots of ways that you can do this. Uh, I think that's fabulous advice, Rose, because I know
1: for me our first book was um – well, both of our books have been self-published, and uh, it, it just, I don't know, it puts you in control, too, of uh, what you're producing and how you want it to look, and go. But sometimes publishers have their ideas which are not quite your idea, so I found that to be a fabulous way to go, and still able to get the book out there, so... Now, Rose, I'm I'm coming to the end of my questions, and I'm sure we're going to be running out of time, but if you had one little secret gem to share with our listeners regarding writing,
2: what would it be? Okay, I've thought about this a great deal. This is my best advice that I had for myself. You visualize three of your closest friends. Now write for them they're your audience if they could all get something out of what you've written your book will be great and therefore that that's my lesson to you write for three of your closest friends it will make well, a difference yeah i hadn't
1: that's another one i've never thought of good well i'll um have to think get that down and see who am i writing for i guess too rose um you have really helped a lot of authors, haven't you? In well, in their as a creative writing coach or as a writing coach, you know, who are the people that you've actually helped? Are they just people who want to write biographies, or what have you been able to help people with?
2: quite a range, Geraldine. Our biographies are the, the hardest to write because unless you're a celebrity or you have done some amazing feats, it's very hard to engage a reader. So I've helped people with their biographies and they've been absolutely thrilled with it and uh, as well as marketing books uh, businesses i've been able to help people promote their business through having a book how great is it that you you go out and it, you use your book as if you would a, a, a um, business card it's exactly the same way so and personal work novels it, it had a whole range of books and they're all equally exciting as as far as i'm concerned
1: and that's a great idea too, Rose, that this book becomes this hugely successful business card. I mean, imagine the credibility that you have when you not just hand over a business card, but you actually hand over a book to somebody. That must have or make an incredible impression on people, Rose.
2: Exactly. And it's, it's been very successful used in that way. Yes. Terrific.
1: Well, I think we're just about, I know there are six million questions I'd like to ask you, but Rose, the most important question, because a lot of us may have other, you know, ideas rolling around in our heads that we didn't get answered or whatever. How can people get in touch with you or get in contact with you?
2: The easiest way would be to go on my website at rosinSera.com and, and just send me an email through my contact details there. I'll, I'd love to hear from anyone listening. i will be glad to help and get you started. And you have a Facebook page as well, Rose? That's right. It's under Rosy
1: creativity coach and author. Fantastic. Fa- well, I'd make a good <laughs> author, wouldn't I? I can't even say the word, let alone spell it. <laughs> I'll just try that one again. So I'm going to spell Rose's name for you. It's R-O-S-E, as in the flower, Rose. And in Sarah, is I-N-S-E-R-R-A and dot com. So if you whiz by Rose's website or you go to... um, her Facebook page, same name, Rose and Sarah, you will find her there. And connect into the work that she does because Rose is a fabulous author and can help you in so many ways if you wish uh, for that to happen. So please do whiz by and connect with her. Rose, I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. You have given, well, given me lots of helpful information and I'm sure you've given the listeners lots of helpful information as well. So thank you so much. It's
2: been a pleasure Geraldine. Thanks for having me again and I hope everyone gets their pen out and starts to write as of now.
1: No excuses now Rose, they really have to begin. No excuses whatsoever. So thank you, we we Okay, we should see this amazing increase in authors throughout the world and all these books happening. So, yes, time to get going. Um, It's also time to finish this week's show, I'm afraid, and I want to thank you all for tuning in and listening. And remember, I will be in my chat room on my own website, GeraldineTegelove.com, for about an hour straight after the show. So if you have a quick question or to ask, please feel free to whiz by there and click on the live chat button in the menu. Uh, I'd love to hear from you and answer the questions or give you a quick reading. Now, next week's show is going to be fabulous. It's all about instant notice the word instant manifestation is this truly possible and how on earth can we connect into that yes and lots more practical hints and tips on how to see more prosperity flowing into your life every single moment of every single day oh instant manifestation this is exciting so Please tune in and visit me here at turkey.net or naturespiritspeak.com for a recording of this week's show and a million blessings of happiness, love and peace to you all and have a wonderfully successful week. Bye for